A white man? No! Welcome to a special bonus episode of The Unsub is a White Man. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And we're here to celebrate the our 100th episode, not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> theirs is sad. Theirs is sad and depressing. So Emily had a great idea, which was to do this bonus episode to celebrate us making it to 100 episodes and the fact that there are people listening and we're not just talking to ourselves. I know. Awesome Surreal. people that yeah. submitted amazing questions. Yeah, I can't believe how many good, good questions we got. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of these I had to th- really think about. Yeah. So, so do, do you want to start talking about us a little bit? Yeah, we figured we'd start <laughs> with the, like, personal questions and then move on to the ones that are about, like, our relationship to the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to skip around a little bit and maybe we'll just start with yeah, well, um, how long we've known each other? Yeah. I, I want to say first that um, it was not love at first sight. Emily was not impressed with me. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a while to become friends, but we've known each other for probably almost 10 years now. Yeah. I was going to say, because we've worked together for eight. Yeah. This is our eighth year working together, and we yeah. knew each other a little bit before that. Yeah. It wasn't that I wasn't impressed with you. It's just that I hate new people. Yeah. <laughs> All Emily's of them. a tough sell. <laughs> you can probably tell... Um, Emily's a tough sell and I'm pretty much just like an extroverted basic bitch. So <laughs> opposites attract, I guess. Yes. Um, but we both worked for the same summer camp program um, and we had mutual friends. And then I started working at the school where Emily also teaches. Yes. So it's been a long, long time. It has. And look at us now. I know. It's weird. Like when I saw that, I was like, how long have we known each other? Eight years. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it has been. Yeah. Um, and that is actually the same um, place that, because somebody asked how Nate and I met. I met Nate in the same summer camp program where he I, also taught. I saw that question and I was like, wait a minute. I don't even know yeah. that I know how you guys met. I yeah. wasn't sure if like you started there because you knew him and he oh. brought you into the program or because that's how you met. Yeah, like, no, that is how I met Nate was I was teaching in the this summer camp program um, with some of the older elementary kids and Nate was um, drumming for the preschool group. Yes. So it was very cute. It's the arts, bringing people together. Right? Yeah. That's um, why everyone should support the arts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so people like Nate and I can meet. Yes. Um, and we have been together, we just realized, for nine years, which doesn't seem possible, but apparently is. It's a long time. Yeah. Huh. So it's, uh, we're getting so old. I was yeah. looking through, this is so silly, but I was just looking, I was going to like cross off our... Um, questions as we answer them, but I can't find the strike through option. So we'll just have to know it once we answered. Wait, where is it? I'm technically, <laughs> I'm <so> illiter- confused. <laughs> I'm technically illiterate, so I can't help anybody. Weird. Um, anyway, so yes, that is how we all met. And weirdly, we are all teachers. Yes. 
<laughs> which is why we had to take a week off because we yes. all started school the same week and we were all so fucking tired. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is a very tough transition back to school. Um, I teach kindergarten and first grade, believe it or not. Um, and then I also teach performing arts kindergarten through eighth grade. Yes. And I teach uh, second and third grade and then also visual arts for the K through eight yeah. through so and Nate is actually a high school French teacher. Yes, he doesn't hang out with little kids like no, we do. No. <laughs> and we have a super cool school. Uh, Emily and I are at private school, and it's just a. I don't yeah. know. I don't it's just know a really like unique little artsy. Yeah. Small school, less than a hundred students. It's mm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we get to do a lot of really cool stuff there. Still, uh, really really tiring. Yeah. Which leads to the other question, um, maybe, uh, how do we find time to record each week? Uh, you know what? It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough to do. Yeah. A, a lot of back and forth text messages. We're like, oh no, this isn't going to work. I forgot I had a thing. Uh-huh. Um, or I, Emily is very understanding and I very, very often have to um, text her and say, Actually, we need 30 more minutes. Can you wait and come 30 <laughs> minutes from now? And she's very, very understanding. Uh, well, I appreciate all the work Nate does to get everything yeah. set up. So <laughs> without him, uh, this wouldn't work. So we just have to kind of work on whatever timeline yeah. works for him. You yeah, know? yeah. It is, it is kind of difficult. Um, but it doesn't take us that long to do an episode, like once we've watched it and done our research. Yeah, I was thinking, actually, it's not the recording that takes a long time. It's the watching the episode mm -hmm. and taking notes on it that takes forever because it's like a 42-minute episode. Yeah. And, like, there are times it'll take me two full hours to get through the episode while I'm taking notes because there's, like, a whole bunch of nonsense that I need to go fact check yeah. on the internet. <laughs> yes, it takes a lot longer to do that part. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but... I don't think the actual finding time to record. It's good that we uh, have kind of similar schedules. Yeah, that's all true. three of us really. So that helps too. <laughs> we can just be like after school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's a small town, so we're close enough to each other. It's not like it takes you thirty minutes to get here or something. Yeah. Um, so I think you should answer this question about how we decided to start a podcast because this was Emily's brainchild and it took a while of first landing on the right idea because we had ideas for different podcasts we were going to do before we did this. Yeah, it was like a like, I feel like it was like a running thing we had for a while where we would just be like, I have an idea for a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Which pretty much, is that like what everyone in their 30, late 30s does now? Probably. Every eld elder millennial like sits around and has a drink and talks about the podcast they would start. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the first idea, or the first good idea we had was the book one Yeah, that was going to be called Imbibliophiles, yes. and we were going to talk about books while we had a themed drink to mm -hmm. go with it, uh -huh. but it turns out that reading books takes a very long time. <laughs> time we don't have <laughs> as parents and full-time teachers. Yeah, so <laughs> we're like, we'd be able to put out an episode once every four months, yeah. so we finally finished a book. Um, and um, we, for a long time thought that the like logistics of doing it was like overwhelming too. Yeah. Like until, the technical part. Until we brought it up to Nate and he was like, it's so easy. <laughs> and he was like, I have all of that equipment already. That's not a big deal. We were like, oh, but you also had to convince me to watch Criminal Minds. That's true. And yeah, that's like one of my favorite conversations we've had stories <laughs> because Sarah was, came into work and was talking about how she and her friend were going to see 
Mandy Patinkin performed (laughs) and I had no idea who he was outside. Like at that point, I don't even think I had connected him to his character in the princess bride because he looks so different. (laughs) So I was just like, the guy from Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's he going to do on stage for two hours? <laughs> but yeah, your love of Mandy Patinkin <laughs> convinced true. you to watch Criminal Minds. Yes. And the rest is history. Oh, a lot of love of Mandy Patinkin and a lot of convincing from Emily, who talked about it all the time. I didn't understand any of the references. Um, and now, here we are, 100 episodes later. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to talk about your favorite things next? Oh, yeah, sure. So the next question was, what are our favorite things about being podcasters, teachers, and moms? Mm. That's a really hard, it's a wide span of interests. It is. It is. I can say, I think mom and teacher, a little bit similarly, is like watching kids learn things. Yeah. Right? Like as a mom, you watch your kid learn how to do stuff and it's like always amazing even when it's just like drinking from a straw. You're like, holy shit, look at you, you can do it now. And it's the same with like teaching someone to read. I'm always like all weepy. Like you couldn't read at the beginning of the year and look at you now. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Like my favorite things about being a teacher and being a mom is the same where it's like, especially like the age kids that I have at Mm -hmm. home and the age of kids I have at school is just watching them really grow into a personality. Yeah. Like... You know, like you meet them when they're like, you know, like as a mom, you meet them when they're an infant and they're a lump and they don't do anything but cry. And yeah. my kids are like almost teenagers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like how funny they are and interesting and like how different they are from you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm excited for that part. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, being a teacher, it's kind of the same thing. Cause yeah. especially at our school, cause we have the kids for two years. Yeah. Like we really get to watch them turn into their own people. Yeah. Like, you're so cool. <laughs> and because we also get to teach all the like extra classes. So yeah, it, I could have had you in kindergarten, but when you're a seventh grader, I also do music with you. Yeah. And so it's like you get to know them for a huge chunk of their lives, which is very cool. It is cool. Um, about being a podcaster. I mean, I can say as a new mom, having the podcast and like a hobby to focus on, like something outside yeah. of being a mom was super, super helpful to my sanity. Well, and I think like, cause we kind of, we started it like shortly after the pandemic and yeah. I think it was just for me at least just a huge stress release thing. And it mm-hmm. was like, this is like, there's so many like big things that you have to worry about. Cause we were like going back to school and was everybody going to need masked and are we going to yeah. get locked down again and everything and the, like having a podcast where we just get to talk about something dumb yeah. <laughs> that doesn't just have silly. any meaning yeah. at all to like, like the greater world (laughs) it's just a good way to relax yeah (laughs) yeah like and laugh about things and it has uh the stakes are so low (laughs) right (laughs) really we didn't think anyone would ever be listening (laughs) so it was just something to do together yeah and now we have like t-shirts with our pictures on and stuff (laughs) which is crazy uh so yeah I guess lots of favorite things yeah let's see another one is oh what did you want to be when you grew up when you were a kid? Well, that was a great question. Yeah, that is. Well, I can't first I wanted to be a teacher. I just got I've done helping my parents start cleaning out their house because they're moving out of my childhood home. And I had my original uh, classroom play set with like the silver bell. Oh, nice. And the jar of prizes and my little lesson planning notebook. <laughs> 
Uh, Are you going to bring that to school and use it this year? <laughs> I should. One of the weeks was just like watch movies. Like day one was like watch one half movie. Day two, <laughs> watch second half of movie. Um, the third day was like beach party. <laughs> I was I mean, that's a really basically fun what teacher. We do. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I always wanted to be a teacher. I had like a meandering road to get to actually being one. I did lots of other jobs in my denial of teaching, but that's what I wanted to be. Yeah. I I played school a lot with my siblings when I was a kid, but both of my parents were teachers, so mm-hmm. I was extremely against being a teacher because mm-hmm. it's like going into the family business, yeah. you know? So I yeah. didn't want to do that. Um, when I was really little, I just really wanted to be a whale trainer at SeaWorld because mm-hmm. when I was like three, I got to sit on Shamu's back at Whoa. SeaWorld. They don't let you do that anymore because it's extremely deadly. <laughs> <laughs> After surviving that, you decided to do it forever. I was like, this is my calling. This is what I want to be. But I basically just, any book or movie or TV show I was really into for a while, I was Mm. like, that's what I was going to be when I, like, Mm. you know, I, like, watched Jurassic Park and I was like, I'm going to be a paleontologist. (laughs) You're like, really what it is is that you love TV and media. (laughs) I love pop culture. (laughs) And And here you are on your pop culture podcast. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But yeah, mine changed like every week. (laughs) Um, Let's see. How about favorite conspiracy? Do you think that means like any conspiracy theory or a criminal minds related one? I don't know. I was assuming just real conspiracy theory. Mm. And you might not have one because you don't spend as much time obsessing over nonsense conspiracy yes. <laughs> I try my hardest to ignore those types of things and not feed into the beast. But I'm surrounded by Emily and Nate who talk about it constantly. So I'll let you answer that I first. I find it fascinating. And I was thinking about this for a while mm. when I was supposed to be doing other things today. And I think I landed on... I mean, one of the one of my favorites is just flat earthers. Oh, yeah. It's just it's just so... So false. It's so easily, <laughs> easily like yeah, confirmed that it's not true. Yes. Yeah. Um, but my other, I think, favorite one because it is so ridiculous is remember the the QAnon one where um, there was the like cabal of ce- celebrities that were like drinking children's blood. Oh yeah. And it included Tom Hanks. Yes. I loved that. Yeah. Like, Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> America's you, sweetheart. You could have picked anyone, and you picked Tom Hanks. Like pick Corey Feldman. Pick uh, Charlie Some, Sheen. Somebody you know? weird. Yeah, that you would be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. But, I yeah. really, I like this celebrities as Illuminati. Yeah, conspiracy theory too. Um, I don't know. That's just a a classic. I feel like, but a a good one. Yeah, I don't know if it's like really conspiracy theory, but just. The satanic panic in general. Oh, <laughs> also, yeah. Also, huge fascination of mine. Yeah. Um, speaking of fascinations, we all mm. know my scariest uh, serial killer is BTK. Yes. Who's yours? Do you have one? <sighs> I mean, when there's not any that, like, immediately I'm like, oh, that, that person was terrifying. But, mm. like, honestly, probably like Ted Bundy, because I feel like I would have gotten in his car uh. and gotten <laughs> murdered. <laughs> I would have ignored every red flag. I am the kind of person that just would have been like, okay, I guess. And yeah. then I would have been murdered. <laughs> See, as someone who's afraid of everyone, yeah. everyone, I'm afraid of everyone. 
Um, I don't think I would have. I'd have been like, yes, sir, I will help you try to fit this surfboard into your Volkswagen yeah. bug. <laughs> <laughs> you have a hurt dog? Where? Let me help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I just would have been dumb enough to just be like, mm, okay. <laughs> Any of the serial killers that are like lying in wait in my home, where like there's nothing I could have done, right? Yeah, I just existed, like BTK or the Golden State Killer. Yeah, you know, those are scary. Just like yeah. the idea that you could like wake up and there's just somebody, somebody in your house. right there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that leads to the last one of the personal questions, which was, has cr- watching Criminal Minds changed your general behavior? Mm. I think I think so, like subtly. I mean, I, I was just getting done saying I'm a huge scaredy cat, yeah. so I'm always like, are the windows locked? Are the doors locked before I go to bed? Like, don't walk anywhere alone. I don't know. Yeah. All that kind of thing. But I think the more I watch some of those things, the more I just feel justified in my anxieties yeah I feel like it's just like those things where it's like like there's so much bizarre stuff on criminal minds that you're like you would never think to be afraid of it yeah (laughs) before you watch the episode and you're like oh well now I have another thing to worry about so Mm -hmm. like you like hear a weird noise in your house and you're like is there a man dressed as a clown underneath my bed right (laughs) like I didn't know that that was a thing I had to worry about before but now I'm a little bit worried about it I'm not gonna check because no if I check and they're there, I will pass away. What am at, I going to do? At, at on site, <laughs> right? right? Uh, yeah, I, that's. I still remember in middle school, there was that like urban legend of a girl babysitting, and the one family had this like creepy statue at the top of the stairs or something. Like, oh, the statue's so creepy. And when the parents come at the end of the night, she's like, oh yeah, everything was fine, but man, your statue is so creepy. And they're like, what statue? And they all go and the statue's not there because it was a person. Oh no. Because you wouldn't notice. Right. It was like one of those guys in the park. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so convincing you wouldn't notice. I don't know. But just the thought of it, I was convinced that it would, something like that would happen to me and I would just be dead. Yeah. I don't know. I've always been afraid of the uh, most ridiculous things. Yeah, that's I like I there are like things like like when I go into a bathroom mm. at somebody's house and their shower curtain is closed. Mm-hmm. That freaks me out. Yeah, I, don't I still like have to it. look in my own shower curtain. I don't close mine. Yeah. It's uh. always <laughs> it is always open because I don't want to walk into the bathroom to a closed shower curtain. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. So if I'm at your house, I'm gonna peek behind your shower curtain. <laughs> Not because I'm nosy, but because I am concerned for my own safety. <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom until I know that the tub is empty. Exactly. That's it. it I'm really it's just glad a good place that, to hide. It is. It's an easy one. Yeah. I'm glad that we're hoarders and every closet in my house is like that closet on friends and Monica's apartment. Like nobody could hide in my house because I keep it on purpose, right? Everywhere's full, so no serial killers can hide in my yeah. house. There you go. There you go. That's what I do. Um, I guess it's hard for criminal minds to change my behavior when I've always been <laughs> neurotic and anxious. I don't do anything differently. I just worry about different things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is there somebody that's going to kidnap me and turn me into a human puppet? I don't know. I don't know, but they could. Somebody (laughs) might have seen it happen before. Uh, That leads to a great question, which is, which member of the team is most in need of therapy? (laughs) Uh, Reed. That would be Reed. Uh Mm Uh-huh. I agree. 100% Reed. Yeah. He's just, the the guy's been through it. Yeah. And everyone He's been through everything. Like, is there a bad thing that could have happened to you? It's happened to him. Yeah, it's like the the uh, characters on Grey's Anatomy. Like, what else could go wrong here? Yeah, that's why I keep 
well, no, I gave up on it like two seasons ago, but I kept mm-hmm. watching it for so long because it was like, I don't care, but I do want to know what else. Is there going to be like a Sharknado right. in the hospital? Because <laughs> you've literally run out of catastrophes. I will start watching again if there's a Sharknado. But yeah, I just feel like poor Reed. Uh, yeah. He's, he's the guy that they kick while he's down. Constantly. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he doesn't want to come back for the... Like revival or whatever. Yeah, he's like, why? Why would I? What yeah. terrible thing? <laughs> what else could I possibly do? What else could you do to me? Yeah. Um, or do you want to skip around in this too? Or just sure. no particular order? Um, so hmm, what's your BAU dream team? Oh. That's a tough one. How many do we get to pick? That's what I was going to ask what you. What should we limit it to? You want to limit it to five? Sure, let's do five. You have to pick five people. Yeah. Let's see. I would go... Apprentice, mm-hmm. Morgan, Alves, Garcia. I'm like, I kind of want to say Reed. Yeah. But also he, so far, um, doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> We're watching. Yeah. Either Reed or Blake. Oh, I love okay. Blake. I am a big fan. Yeah. Blake was underutilized for yes. sure. That's a that was a tough time to come into the BAU. Yeah, we're all like mourning for yeah Prentice and JJ really, but but she was great. She I was really great. liked her. A yeah, lot. I wish she would have stuck around longer. Yeah. Um, what about yours? Let's see. I'm I'm gonna shock no one and say Gideon. Yes. Gideon, Prentice, Garcia. Oh my god! This it's like you really have to have Garcia because she does all the she does solving. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> I should have started with Garcia. Gideon, Prentice, Garcia. You need a muscle. Alves. <laughs> yeah, and oh, this is so hard. My Sophie's choice. <laughs> Rossi or Lewis. Ooh. That's a tough one. You know, I tend to pick, like, the reason I, like, picked Blake over Reed is, mm. like, because I want to see more of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's, like, yeah. maybe Lewis, because I wish, like, I know she's still on it, but, like, we didn't get her the whole time. Right. And she's so cool. Yeah, and now in the revival, we're, like, just starting to learn more about her backstory and, like, yeah. I don't know, they're, like, giving her more to do, yeah. like, more personal stuff, I guess. Um. Yeah, I might. Ugh. I don't know if I can make a final call in five because <laughs> you know I I love Rossi. Yeah, Papa Rossi. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Who's gonna make the pasta? <laughs> right. I want to go over to Rossi's and have pasta and some red wine. Maybe he could be like my BAU emeritus, and we just like go to his house for pasta and red wine. Like when they're really stuck on a case, yeah, they all go and just over consult, there. But Lewis is the one wheels yeah, up the day to day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rossi's too old to be doing anything. Right. Anymore. He needs a he needs a break. Yeah. Um. I think that fits nicely into if, if you were kidnapped by an unsub, who would you trust to save you? Can you only pick one? Yes. Pick one. Gideon. Gideon? Yeah. I'm going to go Alves because mm. he's cute. <laughs> and he could also save me. I was going to say Morgan or Alves mm. because they could beat up the bad guy. That's true. Um, but Alves is cute, so... And he's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd pick him. I, I do prefer Alves over Morgan. I feel like that's going to make people mad, but you I know, do. You know, I would have said that 
if we weren't right in the part of the show that we're in now where Morgan is just like absolutely killing it he as is. the boss of the team. And That's I'm like, true. I forgot how much I like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once they let him relax and not be like, yeah, cool guy, Morgan. Yeah. Well, who's your favorite character? All time favorite character. All time. It's Garcia. Yeah. She's just the coolest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I might, that might be my favorite too. Yeah. She just, she does everything. She cares. Yeah. She's just, a real person. Yeah. She holds everybody together. Mm-hmm. She solves all their crimes mm-hmm. so that they can go kick down some doors. She lets her emotions show. Yeah. And she doesn't let what they do, like warp her or take away who she is. Yeah. And she is the one in like when they came back in the newest season that like took some time away and got some therapy and hobbies and yeah, actually like was like, no, this, this place is toxic. (laughs) Self-actuating. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so do you, is there one that's jumping out on you or do you want me to keep going? Um, well, since we're talking about the cast members, this mm. is a good one. The Apprentice uh, Hotch ship. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not a fan. No. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> no, because one of the things I like about Criminal Minds is when there's not any of that nonsense. Like, yes. They don't need, they, there doesn't need to be any romance between the characters here. Yeah. It's part of why the J.J. Reed thing makes me so angry. Yeah. That was absolute nonsense. I it's hated it so, so much. unnecessary. Yeah. It's um, garbage. But yeah, I... Um, just, I don't, I, I like, that's one thing that I've always really appreciated about the show is mm-hmm. they didn't bring that in yeah, because that ruins TV shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because when you get any two characters together that have any kind of chemistry, you eventually have to break them up because you, it's not interesting to watch them be happy forever. Yeah. And so like once like Jim and Pam got together on the office and then they had to like manufacture some drama later and you're like, okay, I get it that it's boring that they're living happily ever after, but also this stupid drama is really far outside of what their characters are like. Yeah. And this is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like even like, um, Jess and Nick on new girl, like break them up for no reason and then get them back together for no reason. Yeah. Just I hate it, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's no, if there's you. one compliment we can give the writers of Criminal Minds, yes. <laughs> yes. is that they never did any of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who is your favorite person who has joined the team? So, I guess we're going outside of like the original. Mm-hmm. Or are we counting the originals? Anyone <laughs> from the BAU, fav- all time favorite? I mean, I know you said you we both said we liked Garcia, but she's the she's she's, an she's OG. always been in yeah that's. I was like, my answer is going to be Blake for Mm, sure. Yeah. I really like, I liked her a lot. She was really cool, really smart. I liked how she was the closest thing to therapy Reed ever got. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. I liked her. But then I was like, wait, does Prentice count? Oh, I would think. She wasn't an original. original. But she was there for so long that you might as well be. (laughs) But that's a hard one. I hadn't even considered her at first because I was just. No thinking of her as an original character yeah hmm that's very true yeah but if we're going like brief like short-term yeah team members yeah it would be her although like, i did like kate too. yeah i was gonna say kate callahan and not just because i'm an elder millennial and i really like jennifer love Hewitt, yeah. but i thought she did good and i was i didn't understand why she would only be there for one season you know like i wish she would have been a longer 
Uh, I think, didn't it's she like get a personal project thing or she was pregnant or I, I don't remember. I think she might have been pregnant mm-hmm. and left. I can't remember. I I liked I liked Kate. Yeah, yeah. she was cool. Um, do you have a least favorite person who's who joined? Um, probably Jordan Todd. Uh, remember her? Yeah. I mean, Seaver also Seaver, sucked, but yeah, Seaver, Seaver was sucked. just like a nothing burger of a character. Yeah, and I don't know. She was just like a trainee. Like, how do you even count her? As, she never felt real to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't even think that she like. I don't know. There wasn't even anything to dislike because she was so nothing. Yeah. Like she was just like, we need another blonde because we kicked JJ off the show. Yeah. But yeah, she's yeah. like too boring to dislike. Whereas mm-hmm. Jordan Todd, it was just like, you are so bad at your job. Yeah. <laughs> and because we're not counting originals, I can't say L. So. Oh yeah. She was an original. Well, she did join the team in the first episode. <laughs> Does that count? Um, who would you sac? Would you sacrifice someone to bring Gideon back, or were you just like? I don't. I I really thought a lot about this one too, and mm. I don't know that I would. Mm. I know you would. Who would you? Okay. Am I going like a, like originals or later on? I would say anybody that was in more than like two seasons. Mm. I mean, although in that case, Matt Simmons. Yeah. He's fine, but he I don't really, love him. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's very forgettable for me, too. So if it was going to be something like that, then yeah, Matt Simmons, because who cares? Yeah. Um, if I had to pick, like, an original, Hotch. Hotch, yeah. I'd rather have Gideon than Hotch. That's true, yes. Gideon's more he dynamic. Does yeah. Also, it would have been really fun to watch Gideon and, and Rossi, Rossi mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to see that. Well, speaking of Gideon, uh, if you could bring Gideon back to catch one on sub, who would it be? It's a tough one, too. That is a tough one. Um, maybe, maybe Foyette, mm-hmm. because, like, Foyette's whole thing was, like, like with Shaughnessy, it was, like, you know, like, watching him get rattled yeah. and terrified and everything. And like Gideon wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like I would think that that would have been a really intriguing matchup mm-hmm. because he would not have given Foyette what he wanted and he yeah. would have just kept escalating because he would have just taunted him right back. That's true. We know he loves a good unsub taunt. <laughs> the Gideon goad. That's, I was trying to think too, um, if that is who, if Foyette was who really who I would pick, or if it was just because we've just been because talking it's the about most him most recently. <laughs> He's yeah. the freshest. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That's such a hard question. You know what? Actually, I think hmm. in a perfect world where we were rewriting this and yeah. we're bringing Gideon back, mm-hmm. um, I would have wanted him to help them catch the replicator and mm. I would have wanted them to use Mark Hamill effectively. Oh, that's a great idea. Because those two together yeah. would have been awesome to watch. Yeah. Like if it was like, you know, if they would have like used Mark Hamill in any way other than just having him show up at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even really need to be there. It could have been literally anyone. It didn't yeah. matter. But Mark yeah. Hamill is so good as like a character. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Either that or um, Tim Curry. Mm. Him with Tim Curry would have been. Yeah. 
they would have been able to play off each other really mm-hmm. well too, just yeah. as actors, I think. Right. Yeah. That's a good question though. That's tough. Yeah. It's tough because I just am such a Gideon fan girl and I know that's very polarizing for people, but I really like him. Huh? Yeah. They're just, they're just certain unsubs where you're like this, they needed somebody to like hang up on them mm-hmm. multiple times <laughs> during a hostage call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stop feeding into them. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, when did you fall in love with Criminal Minds? I think really what sold me on the show was like those silly episodes. Right? Yeah. Like it's not, I don't know, like the good, the good quote unquote, you know, the scary ones, sure. Yeah. But the ones that are just so silly, I was like, okay, I could keep watching this show forever. Because yeah. you can't watch, I personally cannot watch something that like dark and, I don't know, like stressful all the time. Yeah. If every episode was one of the terrifying ones, yeah, it wouldn't be fun to watch. Right. It would just be like watching the news. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just a just constant source of anxiety. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't want to like watch, I don't know, like the Fox episode, you know, over and over again. We're just like terrified. No, you've got to have the like, the one where um, he buried that woman alive. Yes. <laughs> yes, the one with the psychiatrist. What was that one called? No, I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Scared to death. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Like you need those silly ones. And I think it was like one of those kinds of episodes where I was like, I'm on board. Yeah. I'll watch all 16 seasons That's, of this now. I feel like <laughs> I started watching it maybe like the fourth season, mm. like when it was actually on. Yeah. And then I watched the whole thing like up until you know, like it was current and everything. Mm. But I started like, uh, during the lockdown, mm. I start like went back and started rewatching them again. Yeah. And that was like, I was just like, shows, is it good? Yeah. Is it bad? <laughs> like what, what is this? I can't stop watching it. <laughs> now we, here we are a hundred episodes later, still trying to decide. Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, like once I've already seen them, and yeah. I like went back to rewatch them. Then you're like, well, now I'm really thinking about them. Right. <laughs> like in a way that I didn't really ponder them before. <laughs> <laughs> and everything is insane. <laughs> no. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. When do you think the show jumped the shark? <sighs> I mean, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but for good. I would say for good for me was, uh, I don't even remember what season it was, but when the whole Mr. Scratch arc, the first Mr. Scratch episode I liked and it was really scary. Yeah. Like that one was one that I like watched it once and I was like, I don't really want to rewatch this one again because it freaked me out. Yeah. But once he was like personally hunting down all of them, I hate in any crime show Mm -hmm. when you end up with the bad guy who's like, personally going after all of the detectives and stuff. It's yeah. just like, ugh, come on. Uh, yeah, but the Mr. Scratch one was so over the top and he was basically just like the fucking Joker. Like he's just a Batman villain yeah. at that point. <laughs> and you're like, none of this is realistic. It's ridiculous. It's not interesting to watch anymore. Like that was when I was just like, this is not a good show anymore. Yeah, I don't like any... Um 
any time where it's just like the whole focus is on the team. Yeah, and they're not doing anything outside of mm-hmm. protecting themselves. Yeah. Like, did all other murders stop? Right. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what all the other BAUs are doing. Oh, right, right. Um, I think for, for me, I was trying to figure out when it was exactly um, when Reed is arrested and in jail in jail that was another i uh, really hated that storyline yeah a lot. like he's um wrongfully imprisoned i guess i think that was season 12 is that season 12 i couldn't remember if it was 11 or 12 it's 12 um, and it's it's so dumb because that's another one where it's like the 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 unsubs wouldn't have been able to do all of that it would have yeah. been very easy to get him out of jail right if you had a competent legal team and you're the fbi so i think you do yeah <laughs> right it just i don't know it's so silly yeah yeah that's that's what i was like all right i mean i'm going to keep watching but at what cost to my own sanity <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to keep watching but i am not going to enjoy it yeah exactly um uh, speaking of Reed, your favorite and least favorite Reed hairstyles. Oh, um, I don't like when it gets all like long and stringy. Like at the very the last couple of seasons. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like that either because it makes him look very old mm-hmm. and like withered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like when his hair is like, I don't know, not super short, but just... Like in the when he first like in the current seasons that we're watching now when he's like it's still like chin length still almost. youthful yeah and he's like washing it regularly yes yeah because when it gets long it just looks unwashed all the time too and that drives me crazy I don't mind men with long hair but it just yeah I like, just want you to look I don't want you to look unkempt you know yeah um I did like this boy band haircut yeah I was a fan yeah he has good hair for that he does he does that's very true no. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did we get all of the ones about? I think we did. So, uh, if you were a member of the BAU, what would your specialty be? And I believe there was a caveat that you could not be a bomb, the bomb expert, because that's fine. Morgan's already got Yeah. Um, can I tell you what I think yours would be? Yes. I think your specialty would be cults. And oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cults. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hundred percent what I would want to do. <laughs> it would not be guns. I yeah. can tell you that much. <laughs> Can I say I want to be the guns expert just so I can learn what the hell everyone's doing and talking about because I don't know anything about guns? Like, seems like they use some sort of a gun in this murder. <laughs> I'm the gun one, so you should listen to me. <laughs> Looked like a big gun to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it would track, though, that the BAU would put someone like me who has no experience and knows nothing about guns in charge of all the yeah, guns. Yeah, you Googled guns once. Yes. <laughs> I'm the weapons expert. <laughs> Um, no, I think I would want to be like the hostage negotiator. I and, think you'd be and, good at that. And talk talk to people. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be stressful, but we work but with you, small children. I do a, some level of hostage negotiation every, every day. Is a hostage <laughs> negotiation in a kindergarten classroom. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like because you would want like want to be able to connect yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. on some level whereas i would be like you are crazy and i yeah. want to know why <laughs> be like, i have no time for your bullshit Goodbye. <laughs> you'd do the gideon thing and hang up You're like we're done talking <laughs> i'm tired bye <laughs> um so what do you think and I, this is i think 
No, I'm going to save that one for last because it's my favorite question. Oh, okay. Um, what is your favorite non-criminal minds project of each cast member? And I know we can't do each one because we haven't seen yeah. everybody but we could in do other most. things. We could do most. I mean, are, how deep are we going for as far as criminal minds people? Because, I mean, I can tell you my favorite Jennifer Love You project, too. <laughs> well, of course you can. She's got a ton. She's it's an true. easy one. Yeah. Um, let's start. Do you have any for Hotch? Like, I mean. Dharma and Greg. Yeah. 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 Even though I was really too young to watch that show and I did not understand most of the humor. No, but I thought it was so cool for watching it. <laughs> my understanding of that was like, he wears suits and she's a hippie. Yes. <laughs> It's like the odd couple. (laughs) But you know what? I always get that show confused in my mind with the Ryan Reynolds, Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. Uh, Even though they're very different shows, they're similar in tone. Yeah. And in the same era. So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say for Gideon, do you have a favorite Gideon project other than Criminal Minds? Uh, I mean, I. You like Dead Like Me? Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. He was good in Homeland. Yeah. Yeah. But no, not his, I have not seen his musical theater, which I'm guessing is the direction you're going to go with it. Yes. Yeah. He's really good in Sundays in the Park with George um, and uh, Evita. He was in Evita. He's really good in that. I was um, like, oh, the movie? No, not the movie. <laughs> yes, with Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, he originated a lot of roles on Broadway. He's a talented guy. That's awesome. So that I hope that explains my Gideon fandom is because I really like Mandy Patinkin outside of this. Yeah. Um, and when I saw him live, he did a number from Music Man, which is my favorite musical too. So it just like solidified him nice. for me. Yeah. He's very he's a cool guy. Anyway, this isn't all about Gideon. <laughs> um, anybody else that you have projects that you really love them in? Uh, how about Rossi? What's your favorite other Rossi? I have a hard time picturing him as anyone other than Rossi. Um, I mean, I mean, I like I've seen him in other things, but in my mind, it's still like there's Rossi in that other thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's so much Rossi. I mean, mine is um, where he is the studio guy in Three Amigos (laughs) (laughs) because I love the movie Three Amigos. You guys would be shocked at the number of times per week that Emily brings up the Three Amigos (laughs) because it's all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. He's very good. (laughs) <laughs> I just uh, watched it like two weeks ago. <laughs> I seriously think at least once a week you make a Three Amigos reference. Oh, there, it's just one solid gold line after another. <laughs> it is very good. Uh, let's see. What about uh, Prentice? Uh, community. Yeah, I was gonna say I know. Like I know her season isn't the best. No, but I still. But that show is so good. Yeah, and I thought she did good. I don't think they get, gave her a lot to work with, but I thought she did a good job on Community. Yeah. Um, how about Reed? Uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh yeah. Not Alvin and the Chipmunks. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's uh oh. Um, that new show with Kat Dennings that he's in. I don't know. Um, the Two Broke Girls one? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is God, that even no. still on? I watched one episode of that and I was like, this Dollface. is... Dollface. Right. He's really good on Dollface. Um, I like that one a lot. I was going to be concerned if you were watching Two Broke Girls. It was the least funny thing I've ever watched. No, in my I life. can't really <laughs> believe that Kat Dennings was on that because I like respect her too much to be on a show I hate I've, so much. Yeah. 
I never finished Dollface. I watched like three episodes of it and was like, mm. this is really good. And yeah. then it just like fell off my radar and I forgot it's, about you it. Should, there's two seasons now. You should yeah. watch it. Um, but yeah, 500 Days of Summer too. That's classic. Yeah. Uh, how about AJ Cook? Uh, the only thing I can think of that she was in is Final Destination. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she was in Virgin Suicides too. Oh my God, she was. She was really good in Virgin Suicides. I forgot that was her. Yeah. So it was she, she was, was like an infant. Yeah. <laughs> and well, and I feel like it's one of those things where like she was so good you forget it's her. Yeah. Because she doesn't seem like JJ. Yeah. Because it was before she was JJ, but still. That's a great movie. Um, how about Lewis? Do you have anything for Lewis? Friends. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was great in Friends. Yeah. Um, are we missing any of the other biggies? Do you have like a Well, what's your favorite Jennifer Love Hewitt? <sighs> That's really hard to choose. And you guys look. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm so basic. I'm so basic. I can't believe Emily's my friend because a lot of our media does like, not match up. Which Hallmark original yes. was it? <laughs> I mean, I like her in all the classic elder millennial stuff, of course. Like, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Like, all of that yeah. stuff. Naturally. Like, I feel like you don't even have to mention those. But I unabashedly love The Ghost Whisperer. It's like a comfort show. I never watched that. It is schmaltzy. Like, and yeah. isn't Tara, isn't um, Lewis on that too? I don't know. Um, I think she was. I'm going to have to look it up now. Um, but I should have said Ghost Whisperer for them both. But I, when I think of Lewis, I always think of her character on Friends, yeah. even though that was like a short, short-lived thing. But Ghost Whisperer is just, it's just comforting, like a warm and cozy, even though it's about dead people, um, will make you feel good inside to... Uh, to watch that. Yeah, that is Aisha Tyler. Um, so I like both of them on the Ghost Whisperer. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say that I've really seen Morgan in anything else. I know he's I, done other things, but I haven't watched him in other things. Other than that TikTok you showed me where he was playing cornhole professionally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing, I think, because I was so confused that professional cornhole was a thing and also that that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, when he's not being... Good for him, though. What, yeah. When he's not on SWAT. Being yeah. a dad. His his Instagrams of being a new dad are super cute. It, it is really cute. I do cute. like that. But the other... Um, main people I don't know that I have like Garcia I haven't seen her in anything else no um so yeah that that's a tough one. Oh my god you know what I forgot mm. Aisha Tyler was on what <laughs> talk soup oh I forgot about that <laughs> show about that yeah Aisha Tyler was has been in a ton too young of to stuff. watch that for most of its run yeah <laughs> to appreciate it but I completely forgot she was even in that. Yeah, she's been in, and she's in um, the last thing he told me. The new oh, I haven't watched that yet. It's good. I've heard I, it's really good. I read the book and I really liked the book, and this was also very good. And she's good in that. Oh yeah, she's in a whole. It's really hard to pick for Aisha Tyler. Yeah, she's in a lot of good stuff. But yeah, if if no one else has watched Ghost Whisper, <laughs> maybe someday we'll have a Patreon and I can get Emily to talk about Ghost Whisper. <laughs> I would Whisper. love your thoughts on Ghost Whisper. <laughs> Uh, all right. Is that everybody? I think. Well, do you have an opinion? I have not seen this. So somebody oh. asked our opinions on the musical masterpiece of Wheels Up. Didn't know it existed. I know now. I know what I'll be yep. watching when we're done. You have to watch it. It's pretty funny because yeah. it just shows like the cast having a sense of humor about themselves yeah. and what they do. And, like I can it's appreciate just, that. It's funny. Like you watch it and you're just like, 
smiling. <laughs> you know, what? I feel like being on Criminal Minds would be like a cool gig, right? It's like a fun show, like ridiculous, a little bit ridiculous. You like always get to do something ridiculous. So, like going to work is would be fun, and you get to pretend like. It's not ridiculous. Right. Yeah. You have to pretend <laughs> like, but I also would hate for the people who are on it to be mad when people like us find the humor in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would hate to see them take themselves that seriously because it's not that serious. That's, we were, uh, my boyfriend and I were talking last night about, uh, my favorite line in all of Friday Night Lights, which is when Matt Saracen's grandma says, um, Something she's talking about him making breakfast, and she's like, "You know, I like my Jimmy Dean's tender." <laughs> like, I was like, like I, "That has to be improvised." There's yeah. no way that somebody wrote that into a script. And he was like, "Just, just send uh, Zach Guilford." She's like, "He's like, find him on Instagram yeah. and just send him a message." And it was like, "But then he might see our Instagram and know that we make fun of criminals." <laughs> And he's like, he has a whole podcast where he just makes fun of Friday Night Lights. That's true. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Did you send him a I message? I did send him a message, no word back, but. Keep us updated, please. <laughs> I'm dying to know. And then you can get him then to when come he on responds, our podcast. I'll be like, will you come on our podcast? Yes. <laughs> we would love to have you. But yeah, that was my like panic moment where I was like, I, he, he would know we make fun of this <laughs> show. <laughs> we like, loved the season 16. I know. He was good. He was great. We loved him. And uh, it wasn't too silly. No. <laughs> Except that one where he was like, he, they combed his hair to make him look younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not his fault, though. He trusted those people. <laughs> they did that to him. <laughs> and they did him dirty. Yes. Uh, how about another live show? Oh, I mean, I, it would be fun. Yeah. I'd do it for sure. But we also have another <laughs> we have, idea. We have a better idea, I think. <laughs> Should we tell us? Because then we're gonna, they're going to expect us to do it. That's true. <laughs> Do you want the accountability of having to follow no, through don't. on it? Okay. <laughs> we have some other bonus episodes in mind, yeah. including another live show, which we hope to do sometime. Um, but Actually, here's a good question. If we were going to do a live show, which what's one? the next episode that you think would be a really... Uh, Actually, no, not even a that. question for you. Oh, for them? for our listeners. There you go. Like, what do you We'll put think? it in our Instagram stories. Yeah. Like, what's something that's like on par with ridiculousness as the as masterpiece. masterpiece. <laughs> That's hard <laughs> that to... That we can force our friends to watch <laughs> <laughs> while they sit there and go, oh my God, why is this your hobby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's hard to find the same tone as that, especially yeah. when we get into some of these later seasons. But I would love to hear other people's suggestions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would too. I would too. I don't want to think about this. I want someone else to tell me. Yeah. Um... So that leaves us with what I assume is your favorite question. It's such a good question. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what do we think that each team member would have their own podcast about? Gideon, birds. Birds. Birds, 100%. Um, Prentice would just be um, a podcast about her cat, Sergio. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't be a podcast so much. It was, it, she would, Sergio would have his own Instagram. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a TikTok, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She would definitely make TikToks of Sergio. Yeah. Um, I think Morgan. Do you think you would have some kind of like home restoration podcast? Probably. It'd be like, like this old house. Yeah. But with Morgan instead of Bob Fila. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the uh, wood around this door frame is rotted, and that's why I can kick it in so easily. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think Morgan's would be. Yeah. 
Um, Garcia's would be about like World of Warcraft. Mm. <laughs> or That's a- not a thing people play anymore, but yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or like um, uh, something about England, right? Because she, in the new season, she has that little club at her house. Oh, yeah. The tea. Yeah. I think Rossi's would be straight up cooking, a cooking podcast yeah. with Rossi. Um, hmm. cooking with paparazzi. <laughs> yes, I would listen. I absolutely would listen to that. Reads, it's hard to say, right? He just has too many interests. Statistics, yeah, maybe it would just be him. Just facts, facts with Reed, <laughs> facts with Reed. <laughs> it would be called "What Are We Reading?" <laughs> he would just tell you about the book he just read in twelve minutes. There you go. Oh, that's perfect. Um, hmm. Hotch, his would be like about like World War II submarines. <laughs> uh, I know I wouldn't listen to Hotch's. I would not right listen now. to Hotch's podcast. No. The Hotchcast. <laughs> it's like the Chuck Todd cats. <laughs> um, let's see. How about uh, JJ? JJ and Will, can we put them together? What would a J? Would they have like a couples podcast, like a relationship podcast? They would. It would be like um, bad parenting decisions <laughs> with J- JJ. It would be like like uh, what is it? The armchair expert, the Dex oh. Shepherd and Kristen Bell one. Yeah. Except it would just be uh, JJ and Will. Will reading Psalms and his <laughs> other accent. Will reading Psalms. <laughs> it would just be called Mama's Little Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I would listen to that only because I hate them so much though. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great question. I love this question. Uh, Well, I think we got them all. Yeah. That was really fun. Um if we missed yours, it was entirely unintentional. (laughs) We got a lot of questions. Let us know if we missed it and we can just tack on an answer at the end of an upcoming episode. Yeah, for sure. Um Thank you so much for giving us so much to think about. I didn't even realize how many beyond each episode Criminal Minds opinions I have. Yeah. This really got me thinking. I know. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And again. It was more fun than talking about Haley dying. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I want to just thank everybody again for listening in general. I honestly cannot convey enough how surreal it feels that people listen that aren't like our moms. Yeah. My mom doesn't listen to Neither this. Neither does mine. She no. listened to the first episode um, and watched the first one. And then she called me and she was like, I, um, I <laughs> respect that you're doing this, but I am not going to watch any more of this. And it was like, you, I do not expect you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I can't believe you watched the show. <laughs> it's not for everyone. It's not. But we're glad it's for all of you. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know, so much fun, uh, being the voices you listen to for Criminal Minds. We hope that, uh, you keep listening and interacting, getting comments on, uh, Spotify and on Instagram and everything is so much fun. We get legitimately giddy every time somebody comments on everything. Every like, honestly, brings us so much joy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I guess just thank you. Thank you for 100 episodes. Here's to the next 100. We've got a lot more to do. <laughs> We've got several hundred ahead of us. <laughs> And we'll celebrate every 100 when we get there. Yep. 
Uh, wherever you're listening, be sure to leave a five-star review. You can find us on Instagram at the unsub is a white man. You can find us on TikTok. Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're figuring it out. It's so hard. You can find our merch on Redbubble. If you get any, make sure you tag us. We'll show you to our stories. Our theme music is composed and performed by Nate Youngblood, and the podcast is produced by Nate Youngblood. Thanks, Nate. And we'll be back next week with our regular release schedule.